Flexmuscle.com brings you Quantum Physiques, building strength and power for your mind, your body, and your spirit. Alternative medicine, muscle growth, mood enhancement, motivation, putting your mind at ease, harnessing your maximum potential. Quantum Physiques, here's your host, Brian Cunningham. And welcome to another edition of Quantum Physiques, where we strive to build strength and power for mind, body, and spirit. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham, here on RxMuscle.com, of course, joined by my wonderful producer, Jeff. What's up, Brian? Nothing much, buddy. Glad to have you back, man. Thanks for uh, taking the time again. Hey, man. This is like therapy for the week. Trust me. Yeah, we get a lot of comments on the uh, on the forum about the science part, but a lot of people are Facebooking me, Jeff, just so you know, or on the Quantum Physiques page on Facebook, loving the other aspect, the, the, you know, the talk we have about other other issues and stuff. And, uh, you know, once again, I want to encourage everybody out there, please show your support. Jeff and I feed off of that. It really does give us inspiration and motivation to keep moving forward and, uh, and taking your comments to heart. By all means, you can always get us on the website or you can like us on the Quantum Physiques uh, homepage on Facebook, of course. Uh, a few things I want to bring up, Jeff, that I wanted to talk about. Number one, of course, is uh, once again, uh, Dr. Hauser's contributions to the threads. Um, every time we have a show, without a doubt, our resident guru, Dr. Dana Hauser, who's an, a phenomenal uh, medical doctor that specializes in our particular types of medicine, of course, being endocrinology and nutritional biochemistry, always gives some great insights. And, uh, you know, one thing, Jeff, that I think you'll appreciate too is that I have no shame in admitting that I'm wrong. And actually, I welcome being wrong because I think that the process of learning and of being a better person is the faster you can be wrong, the better you're going to be sharpening your game and actually getting things right. Don't you agree? Well, yeah. I mean, wasn't it Thomas Edison who said that uh, every failure got him one step closer to, you know, success? So Yeah. There you go. um, I was just having this conversation again with uh, you know a friend of mine a couple of weeks back, and I was basically telling him I said, "Look, you know, he's going through a rough time, and it's 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 the one thing where if you don't have that experience of knowing what it is to fail, then you're pretty much never going to know what it's like to handle the really low parts. But uh, when you get to the top, it's so much better." Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, one thing about the whole idea of failure is, um, and this is, you know, Jeff, I just want to reiterate to, to listeners out there, if you're new and you're just tuning in and you're not really sure what this all the show is about, it is a show dedicated to basically taking you and your life to the next level in every area. We are renaissance men and women, actually. In other words, we embrace, um, you know, the multidimensional aspects of life, whether it be mind, body, spirit, uh, you know, nutrition and exercise in the gym, of course, working on psychology and, and improving ourselves in our career and our relationships. And by weaving together, by synthesizing and integrating different parts of science, philosophy, mysticism, you name it, we hope to present you, the listener, with some more knowledge, some more tools, if you want to say, in your toolbox that you can build a better house. And that house, of course, is a metaphor for your life. So, you know, by all means, um, that's the gist of the show. And, you know, Jeff, one thing about this current theme that we had, say, on last week's show was about, like, you know, failure, like, say, the ultimate failure, which is what we call final destination, is that, you know, and I mean this, buddy, what if you knew you couldn't lose? What if you knew that you actually couldn't die, right? That's the whole point of, of focusing on achieving Satori or, or of achieving what I would call maybe Christ consciousness is that if you've ever experienced that, then you know this is literally a video game. It's literally the Matrix. And again, all these movies, Jeff and I are big movie buffs because these artists, 
I think, Jeff, just like the artists who crafted the great books like the Quran and the Talmud and, and the Bible and all the other ones, they're really trying to tell in stories this one transcendent truth that, you know, there is way more to the game down here than you realize. And once you start going deeper down into the layers of this matrix, the more fun you can have, the more risks you can take, right, Jeff? The more conscious risks you can take and you can literally, you know, live your dreams, yeah, and you know, I, I I think that in order to cross that first step, people have to have something tangible in order to do that with. Because again, when you say mysticism, people they 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 get scared away. And I know that I was always intimidated by that word because I'm thinking, oh my God, witches and uh, you know uh, shamans and 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 like I'm gonna have to burn the head of a goat in order to get this enlightenment. When the the truth is, sometimes you need to be able to touch something and see that see that success happening you know in front of you and bodybuilding is a good example right because i have a couple of people in the gym who you know ask me questions on how how i get to the next level and i'm like well if i want to get bigger i just lift heavier weights and they have three immediate questions okay the first one is but i don't want to hurt myself how do i prevent myself from being hurt uh how do i know i'm going too heavy and 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 how do i know i'm going to get a benefit out of it i said well i can't answer that question because you haven't even tried it yet so I don't know if you're going to get hurt. I don't know if you're going to get bigger. And I don't know if, you know, you know, if you're not going to have any kind of success. But if you don't do it, I guarantee you one thing, you'll never know. And you'll never get bigger. Because you know, standing there and thinking about it isn't going to happen. And once people go to the next level, once they say, I can lift a heavier weight, I can bench press more, I can curl heavier, it's not unattainable, then they can start to apply it in their mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, sure, without a doubt. And of course, you know, you can't sit there and tell them about, um, you know, progressive overload, for example. You know, and you don't want some idiot going in there and saying, well, I was doing 185. I'll try 225 today. Of course, right. you, should be adding, you should be adding fives on each side as an example, you know. And even like Dana had on the last, last week's thread, when guys ask him, how do I build my arms? He says, do squats. <laughs> Which again, <laughs> harkens back to the fact that multi-joint movements that really stimulate the body, you know, the, the systemic, I guess, body. Body, if you want to call it, are much better, much better for building bigger arms than single joint, small muscle type exercises and stuff, you know? So again, there's a certain amount of knowledge that goes with being at a certain level of performance, obviously. And that is really, you know, um, in, dependent upon that person going out and doing that research and learning that themselves, of course, you know? Hey, Brian, let's let's like take what you just said, right? You know, you said that obviously, um, you know, if I was advising someone, if you were advising someone who wanted to get their bench up to 225, you wouldn't say, okay, well, next time you're in the gym, just go for the 225 because that would be idiotic because you know the guy's going to get hurt or there's a high possibility that he might get hurt or he might get it, you know, the next time and then all of a sudden he thinks he can go to 235 and then he ends up tearing a peck. So... Like with this kind of stuff that you're trying to um, communicate to people, I think that it's, 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 it's okay if you pick up a book or you try the curcumin or you, <laughs> or you start to meditate and all of a sudden you don't feel like God yet or you don't feel at peace or you're not happy or it tastes like crap. It's gradual. Don't take the curcumin and the turmeric and put it all over your meat like I said a couple of weeks ago. I do that because I don't care. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. start start with the pills, maybe right. Start with a standardized extract. Start with a small amount. Uh, you know, go go and do it gradual. Don't don't start putting it into all of your smoothies and shakes and saying this sucks. Gradual. Go from one eighty five to one ninety five. Go from no turmeric to a little bit of turmeric. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's baby steps. And, you know, there, there has to be, here's the thing, Jeff, the ultimate goal that I'm trying to teach everybody is to get out of their mind. But this show, unfortunately, like Eckhart Tolle's books or like, the, you know, the, the, the priest on Sunday, everything else around us is always teaching you through your mind. But the whole point of what we're trying to get you to is to make you realize that your mind, your incessant thoughts are actually your worst enemy. And so there's almost like, if, if it were like an ocean, there's a layer of thought in a sense, the surface of the ocean that's kind of up and down. You know, when it's up and you're feeling good and you're all jacked and you got a six pack, like I said, you're on top of the mountain, you got a new job, you got a promotion, you got a blow job, whatever, whatever. You're feeling great. <laughs> you're like, I am happy. And then of course, there's the downside of that wave where, you know, you've gained weight, your hair's falling out, all the negatives are happening, your girlfriend's going for divorce or your wife's going for divorce and she's taking the house and taking you to the cleaners and you're unhappy, you know? And so my point is that deeper down beneath all these thoughts, there is this realm that exists inside all of us of not thinking, of not mind, of not thoughts. And it's from here that we actually want to center our awareness because from here we make better choices. We can actually pick and choose which thoughts we want to act upon and which thoughts we let get inside and actually affect us emotionally. And so um, that's, I think, a key thing for everybody to realize, Jeff. The quality of your thoughts can improve your ability to realize what direction you need to go in, right? For example, when I was younger and I was a, I was a hardcore bodybuilder back when Dave and I were actually closer friends, I was drinking a gallon of milk a day because I wanted to put on all of our weight. I was getting bronchitis. I was getting congestion, Jeff, a lot of, a lot of immune issues because mu milk was very mucus forming for me, you know? Um, and then, of course, I, I've got a little fat too. So, you know, I, I couldn't stand the taste of skim milk. So, again, with my knowledge, I began to wean off whole milk and gradually dilute it down to skim milk. Then I began began to realize as I gained more knowledge, wow, milk isn't good for me at all. And I began to mix the skim milk with almond milk as an example, right? And then eventually right. I was just on almond milk. Now I'm on hemp milk and coconut milk, which I think are better, healthier choices. So the point is, is that as you evolve, as the quality of your thoughts, which are derived from your knowledge evolve, the quality of your behaviors will evolve also and progress. You're definitely right. But I think also that it's the quality of your thinking and your understanding that will actually inspire you to actually sit there and try to stop thinking. I mean, in other words, you're right. It's tough. I'm telling everybody out there, you can measure how insane you are. Remember I said last week, the insanity of humanity, and somebody actually said that was a great quote. You can measure how insane you are by your inability to meditate because you will sit for 10 minutes and you'll be like, this is a waste. The thoughts that come in, Jeff, are unbelievable telling you True. what a waste of time this is, what a loser you are. The mind will do anything, like a kicking, screaming child, it will do anything to take you out of that place. But believe it or not, and there's science behind this actually, no matter how bad it seems, if you can stick with it, you will actually start rewiring the brain. The brain. There is this phenomenon called neuroplasticity, and they've seen that meditating for as little as like four to six weeks, ten to twenty minutes a day, actually causes significant rewiring uh, or neuroplastic effects in the brain that promotes better thinking, promotes better cognitive function, promotes lower stress levels. And as bodybuilders, of course, who are always wrestling with choosing the right food types, who are always wrestling with you know cortisol as an example too. I mean, Dana had a great point about make sure you're working aren't more than 45 minutes to an hour because of the killer cortisol. Again, and, and again, meditation really is one way to start lowering cortisol levels, to actually improve tissue oxygenation. Believe it or not, slowing down your breathing actually increases the rate of carbon dioxide excretion and oxygen utilization and uptake. So again, there's a lot of science behind this stuff, which I think bodybuilders might say, wow, that sounds pretty cool. Now I'm inspired to do this, right? Well, I don't care what it takes to inspire you guys. If you were religious, 
I would use the Christ angle, right? I would say, hey, Christ meditated in the morning and then the gardens and stuff. The Buddha meditated. So, you know, but this is not really a religious crowd. So I have to, of course, speak their language. It's always the same thing, but just so you know, it's just a matter of choosing the right language for the right audience. If I was in Japan, I'd be speaking Japanese, right? Now I'm in front of a bodybuilding audience. I'm speaking to them in their language, but it's really always the same thing. And I really would encourage everybody to, to realize the benefits, to maybe Google the science of mind work or meditation, whatever you want to call that, and start 10 minutes a day and just watching how difficult it is, but how easy it gets and how fast you can make progress actually as well. Isn't it funny that like uh, people are willing to do three or four hours of cardio to get in shape, but uh, 10 minutes of meditating sounds too crazy? Yeah, yeah. And again, we had a show on this, right? People, most men go to the grave, like the song's still in the most men, what it was, it was one of the quotes, they go to the gym without realizing it's not the gym they're after, right? They go and do cardio for four hours without realizing they're not after the abs, they're after the feeling that seeing the six pack in the mirror gives them. Well, you know what? You have that, that feeling is your very nature. It's that quiet part down in the recesses of your unconscious mind from which creates your conscious mind that actually is always pretty much okay. I mean, again, Jeff, we had this conversation that most of us are in the gym because on some way, shape or form, we feel we're inadequate. We feel that the cultural motif that Arnold promulgated, right, basically of like, you know, big muscles and stuff, Western culture, especially in the United States, has taken that and run with it, right? Most of the, you know, not just Arnold Schwarzenegger, but then you have Stallone, you have, um, you know, all, all the different actors and stuff, Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, that has really imbued all of us with this idea that, you know, if I don't have a certain look, I'm not masculine enough and I feel, I feel kind of afraid of being inferior. So there is a sense of fear that actually motivates most of us to go to the gym on some deep level, you know? Well, maybe if people start fearing the fact that they may never achieve happiness, it will force them to meditate. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to go back to my original thought about Dana's contributions to the uh, thread and also correct something that I had said. I was saying that uh, last week that uh, ibdenone was a superior form of CoQ10. And it seems like I stand corrected. According to Dr. Dana Hauser, it looks like ubiquinol is actually um, a superior form, that ibdenone is actually uh, superior for neural tissue, but the ubiquinol form of CoQ10 is better for muscle tissue, and it is the one that has been shown to upregulate, I believe, androgen receptors. So again, a combination of L-carnitine, L-tartrate of at least three grams a day with about 400 uh, milligrams minimum of, uh, of ubiquinol or some kind of combination of CoQ10 analogs could actually cause uh, you know, a pretty significant upregulation of androgen receptors, which even for women is important. Just so you know, women, we always speak about guys here, but everything we're saying, Jeff, applies to women as well. You know, if, there's, if you guys are out there and you have a girlfriend or a wife or a mother that wants to lose weight, obviously you got to be telling her, hey, mom, stop doing the curls. You should be doing multi-joint exercises, right? You should be doing squats. You should be meditating as well because obviously you're making poor food choices. Why don't you deal with the emotional issues driving you to make those poor food choices? Meditation is one way to stop acting on those impulses. So everything we're saying here, guys, you can grab people around you and say, look, you got to take this show. He's speaking my language as a bodybuilder, but I'm telling you, if you just listen to it and try to get the, the, the sense of what we're talking about, I think what Jeff and I are saying really applies to everybody, buddy. I mean, don't you agree? 110%. 110%. Cool. 
Good thing. Uh, a couple of things also I wanted to mention to you and see what uh, listeners out there think. And please contribute to the uh, forum on this too. Is you know I got, I just did legs again tonight. It seems like every Monday or whenever we do the show, I'm doing legs, and I got a really bad knee, and it's so bad. I've actually done some intraarticular injections of uh, glucosamine sulfate. Um, hmm. oh, I'm sorry, no, I've actually done not just glucosamine. I did that with DMSO, which is pretty hardcore. I've actually oh, yeah. done I've actually done the hyaluronic acid. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's the stuff you get in your doctor's office they actually sent me a box of it by accident one day and I'm like you know what I can go back <laughs> back in his office and pay him a $500 to get injected but I can do it myself so you know since I had no insurance I've had to kind of like you know hardwire or rewire uh, healthcare in, in a novel way now I think a lot of us out there are pretty into taking care of ourselves whether we have health insurance or not but definitely um, you know I'd like to have anybody share any tips or advice on how to train around injuries you know Jeff one thing I definitely do with my particular injury which is my knee I have a torn vastus medialis muscle, which of course causes my patella to track uh, wrong. I have, I guess, patella femoral um, tracking issues, and it's causing the patella to have hypertrophy, basically because the force vectors are causing stress over the patella, and it's enlarging the bones around my my knee, basically. My patella and also my tibia is enlarging too. So what I'm doing, of course, is um, I'm tapping the uh, vastus medialis that was injured as I'm you know, as I'm lifting weights, I can't really do squats anymore, but I can do like um, some physical therapy type exercises and I'm tapping the muscle to try to activate, I guess, the mind-muscle link and get better neuromuscular firing, right? Which hopefully will trigger those, you know, those those dead muscle fibers to kind of reawaken and maybe actually get stronger to pull back that patella as an example, you know? Um, wow. You know, that, so- you know, Go ahead. Well, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. How did you How did you get that injury? Was that Was that like just wear and tear, or was it like no, one, one thing that just did it? Racing, racing motocross, buddy. I was in the first uh-huh. place in a race, and the guy behind me, I was going to run into a corner, and you put your leg out to kind of support yourself on a uh-huh. corner on a motocross, and the guy T-boned my knee. I tore my ACL, had to have surgery. They put a steel clip in the in, in the in the uh, in the ACL, but then the clip, the, the the actual ligament grew over the clip, and they couldn't get it out, so I was stuck wow. there. Then I ran a marathon like eight years later and something like that. And then the freaking clip came out from the marathon and migrated into, into the back of my knee. I got a piece of steel in the back of my knee next to blood vessels and nerves and stuff. And they're like, we don't want to touch that. So it's been sitting back there like, 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 like a bullet, you know, just waiting, immersed in scar tissue, basically, you know. So, so, so how is it when you, uh, like, when you're sitting down and then when you stand up again? I mean, does that cause any problems or? No, no. It's actually, you know, there's a thick mess of scar tissue around that piece of steel. Got and it. it's in the back of the joint capsule where you know obviously it's like a I mean for all intents and purposes it's like a dead zone I guess to some degree um, I do feel it at certain times but you know then I had another injury with the torn vastus medialis which was a mountain biking injury too so the combination of the motocross and the mountain biking injury my knee is done but you know listen I was told 15 years ago I needed to get my knee replaced and I can tell you I've gotten a lot more uh, life out of my knee by taking really good care of it. You know, I get my sure. physical therapy exercises by, um, you know, Patrick Arnold's got a great product. I wholeheartedly recommend it. It's one of those uh, topical sprays. I think it's called Joint Force. And I spray that on my, uh, on my knee after I work out and I wrap it in plastic so it doesn't evaporate. That stuff actually works. It works really good. I think it's an, it's an ErgoFarm or an eFarm product. It's one that I definitely recommend. Um, 
And then, of course, yeah, Patrick, I saw Patrick Arnold comes out with some amazing stuff, man. He's a smart guy. He definitely is. He's up there with Dana, without a doubt. Yep. I give him a lot, a lot of credibility. But uh, no, then I'll also, you know, one thing a lot of guys should do with their injuries, of course, is you should mas- you massage because, you know, you get a lot of scar tissue build up, even in the shoulders and stuff, too. I'm sure, Jeff, I'm sure you must have something bothering you, nagging at you that you know if you go in and keep lifting heavy, you're just wearing it out faster. So, you know, massage is a good way to break up scar tissue and keep joint mobility at, at its highest, you know? Yeah, you know, there was there was actually a therapy that like I looked into a long time ago because a friend of mine who was a uh, a, a chiropractor used to um, you know back back in the infancy of the internet, um, uh, you know, there used to be bulletin board systems, and he used to post a lot on this one particular one, and he spoke about this therapy which you probably have heard of. It's called uh, PNF or uh, proprioceptive. Well, oh, well, yeah, okay. right, but 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 they used to call it proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation, which is a fancy okay. way of saying active release. And uh, you know, you find trigger points which would actually stimulate another section close by, which I guess is either impinging a nerve or maybe a muscle is like you know inflamed and, and pressing on an area which, which which it shouldn't be. And through like an active release technique, I guess you know every every ten to fifteen, um, you would you would basically find the pressure point. Press it down for 10 to 15 seconds and then give it like a minute or two and do it for like sets of three, believe it or not. The same way you would do three sets of bicep curls, you would do three sets of this sort of active release technique. And you'll and you'll find that you're going to give yourself not only immediate relief, but also, you know, gradual relief if you spread the this kind of therapy out over a few uh, hours. So I started doing that because I used to get a lot of neck injuries from from all the uh, obvious trap work that I do. And also in my in my elbow joint, you know, I started getting a lot of problems from all the heavy curls. So um, that I, I, I still do. But I've I've cut back on my workout so much to the point where now I'm 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 very aware that I only need, you know, about 30 to 45 minutes in the gym. Now of of actual lifting, I'm probably only like in the gym lifting for about 15 minutes, to be honest. OK, that the, the rest of the 40, the rest of the 45 minutes I'm spent resting. Because I know I'm lifting heavy. I know I'm not going to be able to handle the stuff that I would like to handle, especially, you know, like five to ten years ago. And I, I, I just don't have the goal anymore to be, you know, 260 and ripped. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's not something that, that like, I have a goal in, you know, in my head. I want to I look good. I want to feel good. And I also want to be able to enjoy certain things that maybe may not be so healthy every now and then. Like, maybe I want my ice cream. So, therefore, I'm going to, uh, you know, increase on the turmeric dosage so that I can have the ice cream every now and then but um, you, you know and, and 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 like of course why 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 am i having that brian to feel happy yeah <laughs> exactly but, uh, yeah so those those are basically the two things that i've done this uh this active release type of technique but also really um backing off on 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 the workouts but i mean i'm, I'm fascinated by how you've treated this knee i mean in a sense you're partially bionic believe it or not actually what i heard was that there is a veterinary product called adequan that is similar, um, I believe, to some of the stuff they use for humans, only from what I gather from some of the boards, people mentioning this stuff, is that it's actually superior for whatever reason. Um, And believe it or not, if I could ever get my hands on some of that, Jeff, I would definitely consider doing that. Um, It it does come as an intra-articular, it it is made for intra-articular injection, and I'm, again, not encouraging anybody to do that themselves. Uh, I'd always encourage you to seek professional medical advice, but, you know, for someone like myself that had no insurance and that was kind of desperate, you know, desperate people do desperate things, as you probably would agree, Jeff, and so, you know, I got a few, uh, you know, uh, pins online and a, a 
couple of uh, injections of glucosamine. DMSO is really good too. I swear by DMSO. It does burn sometimes if you hit the wrong space, but yeah. it definitely works. You know, I, I, I've, I've had my experience with the DMSO. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> well, I, you know, because of the elbow problems and, and, and also because of tendonitis, again, from, from, from like the heavy back training and, you know, you're really tugging at that bicep tendon. So I did do some, some uh, self-therapy with the DMSO, which first of all works amazingly well okay and 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 it was it was actually shocking and so i you know i i I would use very very small amounts you know i wouldn't do the crazy thing and like kind of put saran wrap over it but i would you know just let it sit there for a little while and then i would take it off and you know of course you get the oyster taste in your mouth oh yeah (laughs) yeah it stings like stings like a mother so i decided to push the envelope a little bit and i started to put it on and then i guess i forgot about it and then you know you sort of get used to the tingling and i had a nice little scar Okay, right by my elbow because you don't realize how intense this thing is. And if you get used to it, you know, I mean, it, 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 it does penetrate the skin, but it also burns the skin if you leave it on too long in, in, in exactly oh, yeah, what you said, the wrong spot. And if so, you rub it, it gets even more. Oh, yeah, you it's have the worst to thing it you could possibly do. Oh, yes, it and down. it will draw anything that you, in that you contaminate, you know, with it, so... Yeah, so you got to wash your hands and make sure you have no dirt in your fingernails and stuff, of course. Yep. But, uh, but you know what's easier with that, though, buddy, is that uh, really what worked for me was doing... Uh, DMSO, of course, I would run it through a sterile filter. You can get like a Wattman 45.45 micrometer or a 0.22 micrometer filter, and you run it through the filter. And then what I would do is that, and this is like a 90% or 95% pure DMSO solution, you could actually do a subcutaneous injection around the area, and it's much easier to tolerate, man. Instead of rubbing on your skin and dealing with all that stuff, you just do a sub Q. And it actually stays in that area for a long time and absorbs. And I think it's um, it's probably just as, if not more, effective than rubbing it on the skin. And wow. it's actually not, not as near as painful. It doesn't really bother me at all doing sub Q. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the uh, Adequan before. Um, I, I I never personally have any any experience with it, but I know that um, Tom Prince um, he posted a while back on uh, the bodybuilding.com forums that uh, that was one of the products that he used during his competitive career to alleviate a lot of the um, you know I guess you know he had like bursitis and he had tendonitis and God knows whatever other itises he had from the other things he was doing and he 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 would swear by this thing. He said he would even carry a little bit backstage in case of any emergency issues would like pop wow. up. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a quick break. And once again, this is Quantum Physiques. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham, and stay tuned. We're right back after this break. Quantum Physiques, building strength and power for your mind, body, and spirit. Visit ExtremeFitNutrition.com, the newest and hottest supplement super site. We carry all the major brands, including Species, MHP, BPI, BSN, Optimal Nutrition, Gaspari, and many more. Low on cash? No problem. ExtremeFitNutrition.com offers competitive prices that our competitors can't beat. Now you can supplement your diet without having to supplement your bank account. Here's some of our specials. Buy $100 worth of Species products or metabolic nutrition and get a free t-shirt and bag. Buy two $200 worth of PSN products and receive a PSN t-shirt and shaker bottle. Check out ExtremeFitNutrition.com for more great deals. Visit us at the 2011 Olympia Expo. Stop by booth number 322 and meet IFBB pros Bethany Wagner, Guy Sister Nino, Tiana Gonzalez, and Gina Trociano. Remember, there's only one extreme. Visit ExtremeFitNutrition.com now. 
new line of nutraceutical products that prepare, optimize, and repair your body to get the best results before, during, and after your workout. Gear utilizes the latest advances in food science and the purest form of raw ingredients to ensure that you are getting the safest and most effective physical results possible. If you're looking to take your physical performance to the next level, Gear is the answer to obtain and sustain those results. It's time to experience the difference with Gear. This is IFBB Pro, Michael Libertori from Team Gear. Come see me in the full line of gear products at our official launch taking place at the MPC Nationals in South Beach, Miami, November 18th, 2011. See you there. Are you tired all day not making the gains you like? Are you taking a long time to recuperate from your workouts? Then you may be suffering from sleep apnea and not even know it. Sleep apnea affects over 68% of athletes and it may be interfering with your performance. WinningEdgeSleep.com was developed by IFBB pro athlete Dr. Derling Castro to help athletes find out if they have this problem and how to fix it. WinningEdgeSleep.com Because sleep is the most anabolic agent there is. WinningEdgeSleep.com Visit them today. Hydrolyze Ultra, the leader in cellular hydration water. Hydrolyze Ultra water has been designed by shrinking and reshaping molecules to allow a faster and more sustained delivery into your cells. Our cellular water has gone through a magnetism and laser treatment process, along with adding electrolytes to our special ingredients. This allows all nutrients to be absorbed at a maximum cellular state. By using Hydrolyze Ultra, all nutrients, supplements, and carbohydrates you consume will be absorbed at a greater rate. Lactic acid gets flushed faster, and you'll feel full hydrated. Get the advantage that top athletes have achieved. Try Hydrolyze Ultra today. Visit HydrolyzeUltra.com. That's HydrolyzeUltra.com. P28 High Protein Bread is the official bread of RX Muscle. Are you looking to incorporate more protein into your meals or just want to enjoy bread again? Then look no further. Try the 100% natural P28 High Protein Bread. P28 High Protein Bread is a formulated revolutionary breakthrough product. Packed with whey protein isolate, 14 grams of protein per slice, 12 grams of carbs, 8 essential amino acids, and made with 100% whole wheat. Fear bread no more. Build a better body with P28. Order today at highproteinbread.com. P28 is also now available at bodybuilding.com and many other retailers. Order now. Highproteinbread.com. P28 bread. RX Muscle approved. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet, and exercise, up to the minute news, and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q and As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows, including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours, and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, RxMuscle Place. Visit RxMuscle.com. Welcome back to Quantum Physiques. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham, where we strive to build strength and power from mind, body, and spirit. I'm here with Jeff, the producer. You know, I'm kind of wondering if, uh, given the multifaceted benefits of uh, curcumin, right? I'm kind of wondering if a curcumin DMSO solution on an injury might not help. I mean, I do know there is some science showing that curcumin does downregulate inflammatory markers. I wonder if a DMSO curcumin solution uh, topically would actually help an affected area to heal faster. I bet you it would. And of course, we'll have to uh, leave a little cue here for Dana to chime in on, on the thread and <laughs> see what he thinks about that. <laughs> 
Dana, yeah. we're looking forward to your response. <laughs> yeah, it might depend on the molecular weight of the product, I guess, because molecular weight, I guess, determines its ability to pass through the skin. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly how, how big curcumin is, but it is an interesting concept. And, you know, listen, obviously injuries are one of the worst things that can happen, Jeff. I, you know, you get depressed, and before yep. you know it, you're on a negative spiral downwards, and you start getting fat, eating like shit. You don't really care about things anymore. So being injury-free, and again, this is where it comes back to the more present you are. You were saying before how martial arts is a form of meditation. Dude, everything in life really is a form of meditation. And the whole idea behind like Zen Buddhism and these Zen practices and the tea ceremony I mentioned last week is that you do everything in life with this as your first commandment. I mean, the one thing bodybuilders realize is, you know, why are you so successful and you look so great? How do you do that? And I'm, I'm a fat slob. Well, because this lifestyle, the eating and, and, and training properly is my religion, right? You have to right. agree. We've made this our religion. And I'm telling you to make a lot of different things your religion, like make eating healthy your religion, make you know, choosing the right exercises, your religion. But above all, it's the awareness that the deeper level of consciousness that is not being like taken around on a wild goose chase by all these different thoughts. It's that centeredness, that centeredness that comes with meditation that enables you to do a stiff-legged deadlift with 275 or 350 for 15 reps because you're intensely present and you know exactly which muscles are firing where, right? It's also the same thing that makes you choose the right food groups as well as, you know, also. So I think that really, Jeff, everything becomes a form. I mean, meditation is a horrible word to use for what it is. It's really like becoming like Neo or the Matrix. I mean, I'm not sure what you want to call that, but, you know, I hate to say the word meditation, but just that, that awareness is really what you want to imbue every moment of your life with because you will make better choices. You will take better risks. You'll have more fun and get more out of life if you can interject that sense of presence into everything you do. Yeah, and 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 like I think um, you know again the uh, the only bodybuilder, at least the only pro bodybuilder that I've ever heard on like a grand scale who's popular, who said exactly what you just said, you know um, that that everything has to be treated like like religion was Serge Debray, and he believed that bodybuilding oh, yeah. was bodybuilding was a religion to him, and because it was a religion, he treated it the same way that let's say uh, you know Jesus Christ would when he went around and people said, well, how come you're doing this? And he said, well, I'm doing it because you're you're doing something. Something else, you know, like in other words, he he wouldn't really pay attention to the criticisms. He would just say, I'm doing it because I'm doing it. And uh, so everything he did was basically um, to be focused on the goal of getting a better body, a better look. And he truly believed that if you focused 100 percent on bodybuilding, there's no reason why you can't be Mr. Olympia, why you can't win contests, why you can't develop this perfect body in your mind. I mean, he, he took it to the next level and he said that eventually one day he envisions that you wouldn't even have to put any weight on the bar or go through the motions. Like you would just be able to stimulate your mind enough to send signals to your muscle to actually cause hypertrophy. Okay. He's made this statement on video if anyone wants to look at it. And I mean, I think he had a true understanding of what it, you know, what it means to transcend. Yeah, no, that, that's a great point. I mean, um, who someone else just said something like that recently? I think there was the uh, U.S. Open was on TV last night, and some some new upcomer beat um, who who's the famous female tennis player? I forgot her name actually. You know, she's like a she's Serena very Williams? jacked. Yeah, she beat Serena Williams, and she said huh. something to the effect like, "I was so aware and present of that game." that even if the lights were out, I would have hit the ball perfectly every time. I mean, that's how she said she won the game. She goes out, she was so dialed in. She was so wired, really, in a sense, right? And this is from Roddy O'Connor, who's another Irishman. I want to thank him out there for that. He shared that with me today on the uh, Quantum Physiques um, Facebook page, that, you know, no matter what happened, 
that ball, you know, she was wired into the matrix and she was basically, you know, so cued in and so centered and aware that nothing could get to her. And again, you know, it's like I used to fight my martial arts teacher who was a Zen Buddhist for 15, 20 years. He was an Irish guy, had a PhD in Chinese philosophy. He spoke Mandarin and Cantonese fluently. This guy lived it and he would fight us blindfolded. And, you know, honestly, two brown belts would be going against this guy, and he did a phenomenal job of defending himself, you know. And what happens, I guess, according to him, is that when you develop, you know, a deeper sense of awareness, you can actually feel people's chi without having to see what's going on, in a sense, you know. And so you can actually react or or kind of flow with things as they're happening because you're in the moment. He says the thing, you and I, Jeff, when we're living our regular lives, we're not actually present. We're not actually in the moment. We're always reacting to data as it comes in a fraction of a second after the present moment in a sense, right? Right. So it's always, again, this is the mechanistic universe we live in. We're not really present. We're a bunch of robots kind of on autopilot doing the domino thing. But when you get more and more present and you develop those deeper layers of consciousness, just like Neo in the Matrix, you can actually dodge bullets, you know, and search that are right there. Arthur Jones, the inventor of Nautilus, said the exact same thing. He said that you don't even need machines. You really could just develop a very strong mind-muscle connection and you'd be able to get the same results. You know, and of course I can't. I'm still, you know, a cockroach as far as my intellectual <laughs> capacity or my, you know, my psychic abilities. Really, I'm like a little cockroach down here on planet Earth just crawling out of the mud. I'm the first family, the first one in my family to walk on two legs. But, you know, it's just exciting to me that the possibility exists, Jeff, you know? No, yeah, you know, I, I I like that about like Arthur Jones because uh, you know he he invented all those great machines and everything, and I think the yeah. reason why he created those machines is because he had such an understanding of what it took to actually stimulate the muscle that when you looked at the machine, you're like, holy shit, it's a uh, device where I'm going to torture myself with, and when you actually sit in there and you go through the motions, I mean, I've only been lucky enough to like try like a couple of them i think he had this like overhead press which i mean you know it it, it looked like a medieval torture device because it had handles that were kind of curved at one end and then he had like another handle that was straight i think ronnie coleman actually uses one of them it's like an overhead type of press machine and and you're and you're very close in the beginning and then as you get up i think it kind of twists you forward a little bit and as it does you feel a stimulation starting at your rear delt and then, you know, obviously it gets to the middle, but then it hits the front. And it's like that is the only thing that's working. Now, if you just did it really fast up and down and you weren't really training the way that, you know, Menser, you know, suggested that you kind of blow through it fast when you go up and then you kind of really take your time bringing it back down. That's when right, you train that's that right. way, yeah, you will feel it. Like you will get in a crazy stimulation with very little weight. So, you know, I think that he is probably one of the only people to ever have that kind of understanding or at least have the balls to say it. Yeah. You know, that's Jeff, thank you so much for raising that point because you just, again, enabled me to pull another po- point out about training around injuries. Now, again, you know, one of the cool, the hardest things for us is to kind of keep progress growing in spite of injuries. And as you get older, Jeff, you said last week, most powerlifters I know, they walk in with a limp. I mean, Jesus, I met um, Jimmy the Bull. The guy can't even straighten his elbows out. He's got so much scar tissue and stuff, I right? Know, you know, I know so, the Bull, yeah. You know, he, and he looks young. He's a young looking guy, but his body's definitely, you know, he's wreaked havoc on his body, man, by lifting heavy and probably sometimes even sloppy as well, you know? And so, yeah. you know, the one thing that what you just said made me think of is number one, by being more present in the gym, you'll probably train a little bit smarter. I mean, you know, you really can, I think, Jeff, with focus, um, extract a lot more potential out of each rep, as an example, right? Now, especially, buddy, I'm telling you with an injury, I have to be more present because my knee hurts and it's really 
it, it forces you to be present. You know what I mean? But I'm yep. able, the gift about this is that I'm able to actually still work that leg, that joint um, in various ways by being more present, by being more focused, by watching where my knee tracks, by watching and, and actually tapping sometimes to get the proprioceptive receptors triggered on the uh, medialis muscle, uh, the vastus medialis oblique, you know, actually recruiting different muscle fibers. My point is, is that if you realize you want to be in this for the long haul, and trust me, you know, Jeff and I both, we're not spring chickens anymore, especially myself. But, you know, it's when we're in your 20s, a lot of guys out I'm there- I'm actually a winter freaking, chicken, just to let everyone know. I, you're yeah, probably just you spring go. chicken, but I'm a winter yeah. <laughs> But the key, as you know, buddy, is that, hey, you know, I'm in this. For the, even Dave said many times, I'm in this. Oh, for the long Dave is now. a fall chicken, wanna... so forget it. He's, yeah, he's, right, he's exactly. in the autumn of his years. I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah. But, you know, when I was on the show with you guys last time, the Heavy Muscle TV show, that's one thing you said. He goes, yeah, I definitely agree with Brian that I'm in this for the long haul. It's more about being healthy now, of course. And, uh, you know, those crazy days are behind me, basically, you know. And so I think that bringing more awareness to the gym and, and choosing the right combination of exercises and being able to focus on each rep, I think, Jeff, too. I mean, you know, there's so much you can do just um, as far as extracting, squeezing so much more. Even, what's his name? Um, Michael Phillips? No. Who's Sean Phillips? Sean Phillips is the guy whose brother is EAS, right? Yes. Yes. He even had an article once. I hate to admit this. I read their magazine a long time ago. <laughs> and and Media. Yeah, and he even mentioned the fact that, you know, when I go in there, I'm really focused and I try to squeeze and extract as much as I can out of each rep and set. And that's a great idea because I'll tell you one thing, if, if I do that, I'm definitely shot within 45 minutes. And so I'm taking advantage of Dana Hauser's point, which is to get out of the gym before the cortisol goes up as well. And so, and you know, I'm talking less. As you said, Jeff, you're not bullshitting. You're not using the gym as an excuse to socialize and do anything else but train. So you're actually getting much better results long term. Hey, listen, Muscle Media was a great magazine, and actually, Sean Phillips had an amazing physique, and I actually think he still yeah. does, and he also has an amazing mind as well in terms of uh, supplements and also uh, just just how to approach you know, diet and exercise, and that, that part really hasn't been tapped with him because he was used as a, you know, as a marketing vehicle for EAS, of course, and Bill Phillips. You know what's funny, buddy? That brings us to one of our topics from last week that you didn't write about on the, um, on the profile was that we are going to start talking about the untalkables. <laughs> That's right. So we've definitely got to start doing that. I mean, you know, off the top of my head here now, and I'm just, you know, free living here. Some of the untalkables that we really people should avoid that we're probably going to get into are things like relationships, right? Like oh, yeah. sex. Nah, um, boy. You know, um, God or your religion, of course. I think, well, you know, again, I do weave and integrate that. I hope in ways that people who are religious can understand my language. I'm trying to speak a universal language. So I use quantum physics. I use, uh, you know, poetry like from Rumi, who was a mystic. And I use the words of like Jesus, Jesus and Buddha as well, because, you know, I think when you get it, they're really all trying to say the same thing. And they're really all trying to point you in the same direction, actually. And I think even for myself as a, as a scientist, that quantum physics really does, in a sense, open the door to that same type of understanding that these great teachers taught. So um, I think it's important to actually maybe get into some of these untouchables or untalkables, Jeff, at some point. What do you think? Well, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, we'll we'll definitely delve into that. And I think this is going to give people an opportunity to see that, guess what? We're all human beings. Yes, exactly. I've got to fly. I want to thank you, Jeff, once again for joining me on Quantum Physiques here on RxMuscle.com. Um, this is Brian Cunningham, your host. I want to thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And again, if you have any suggestions or comments on the show or for future shows, by all means, you can get us both on Facebook or on the forums on RxMuscle.com. Uh, stay tuned next week for another great show. Thanks for joining. Quantum Physiques with Brian Cunningham.